Welcome to the Pack the House Show, where we have conversations about sharing your faith as you walk through life with others. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to our another episode of Pack the House. Uh, I'm joined again by Pastor Jason Tabor, Austin Marshoni, Aaron Davis, and I'm Andrew Osborne. Hey, guys. Uh, this week, we started a new uh, sermon series titled Two Testaments, One Faith, uh, where we're going to be looking at the book of Hebrews and how it relates to the Old Testament uh, from our Bible. And so this week, we went ahead backwards. That was the title of the sermon. Uh, and we looked at Hebrews chapter 1, uh, verse 1 through 4. And I'll just read that for us. Uh, then we'll start conversing from there. In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us through his son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he made the universe. The son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he had inherited is superior to theirs. All right, so... Uh, let's converse. As, yeah, as we were discussing <laughs> earlier, this uh, might be something that's difficult to share with our unbelieving friends and neighbors uh, because it's very churchy and uh it, it really focuses on the history of our faith um so yeah let's be more specific though about what yeah. the difficulty is so what do you think it is pastor <laughs> i wondered if i might <laughs> answer that question uh so you're asking me to recount a discussion that happened before i got on the zoom call yeah <laughs> <laughs> totally fair <laughs> but uh, so the, the one difficulty, there may be many, one that comes to my mind is um, we talk a lot about common ground, right? About when we mm -hmm. share with our neighbors, finding the common ground. Uh, there may not be a lot here, at least initially. Right. Um, if you have a neighbor who's, or a friend or a coworker who's maybe closer to faith in Jesus, sure, they might there might be some common ground here, but in a lot of cases, maybe there isn't. Uh, because... Um, and as we'll talk further, the, 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 and one of those who are watching who saw the sermon know it talks a lot about God's plan and, and the uh, permanence of God's plan. And, and um, to, to take that on board uh, requires a belief or a trust in God who's been there <laughs> long enough to have a plan. Um, and so it, it sort of starts with a, this one starts with a premise. Um, God has been around since the beginning um, with a plan that maybe not everybody is is ready to accept yet which by the way we also talked about earlier i did not know that like i, I mean i i knew that like but like um I, we did a bible study in genesis like about two years ago and like until i like did the bible study in genesis and read the words like where it's in the plural at the beginning i did not know jesus was at the beginning like for my whole Christian education, for all of my Sunday schools, like nobody showed me those words and was like, look, Jesus is right here until I was like 35 and doing a Bible study about it, you know? Right. Yeah. When, when at the beginning, God says, let us create man in our own right. image. Who is the we? I know, like, oh, he really is there. That's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and so then there's a couple of other interpretations the of what that might mean. But... Right. 
But then throughout the Old Testament, you hear of the angel of the Lord, and that's mm -hmm. Jesus pre-incarnate, or at least that's what we believe. Yeah, the angel who shows up to Melchizedek, and Melchizedek gives him 10% of his, of his kingdom. Right. Um, but yeah, so, so that was new information for me. And I like, now I try to tell my kids all the time, I'm like, Jesus is right there. Like, look at Genesis, he's right there. And why is that valuable to you? Why, why was that so impactful for you? Well, because like when you're a kid, well, even as an adult, it's hard to understand the Trinity. Like it's hard to get it in your brain. Right. And so like, I don't know when I was a kid, I just thought like God, like put a piece of him, like he like separated himself and like, then Jesus was down there and he was up. It was like, you know, you try to rationalize things as a human and it doesn't work. But anyway, to actually see the words in the Bible and be like, oh, look, he's there at the beginning. Yes, there's been a Trinity since day one. It wasn't mm -hmm. like he separated when Jesus happened and then he separated when the Holy Spirit came down. It was like they've all been together this whole time. It kind of makes it more concrete, I feel. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's my brain. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess before we dig too deep into this, what what is the plan that we're talking about that has always been there? Great point. Uh, and I think that's really important to clarify because um, I'm going to tell you what it's not first. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a there's a misunderstanding, I think, and, and sometimes it, it gets us into trouble when we're talking with other people. Um, when we say God has a plan, uh, how is that often heard? That when the bad things happen in life, it's all it's God doing that. Those yeah. bad things. Or when the good things don't happen, mm -hmm. right? Um, well, so, plan is for me to be behind on my bills, type situation. Yeah, right. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, uh, I didn't get the job I wanted, or uh, you know, my life isn't going the way I thought it should. If this is God's plan, I'm not. I'm not interested. Right. Uh, which is actually fair, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think what we have to be then be very clear about is. Well, okay, I agree. If this is God's plan, if, if being behind on your bills and not having a job is God's plan, I wouldn't be interested either, but that wasn't what we meant. <laughs> that isn't the plan, right? Um, the plan is to overcome and repair and renew the brokenness of the world, um, that we might be back in relationship with him, um, and that all the effects of sin, whether we use that word or not, all the effects of sin will be undone. Mm -hmm. so Aaron there's actually an interesting connection to the, the thing you made you just the thing you said just now about Jesus being there at the very beginning the plan is to get back to that right <laughs> to the what was very good yeah in the garden let's all go back to the garden <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah well but the whole thing should look like the garden that's right totally Andrew's doing the revelation study right now and that's the picture we see mm -hmm. uh, yeah it, I was going to say that that is one of the interesting things about um, getting to know the Old Testament really influences how you see the New Testament. And it's hard to really understand what's happening in the New Testament without knowing the Old Testament. Uh, for instance, and the same is true in reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, Pastor Scott, each week as we're going through that study, he'll be reading something and then he'll look up the camera and say, okay, I know that's confusing. Let's go back to Daniel or let's go back to Genesis and see what he's talking about. What, why is he saying this? Uh, and it really opens your eyes to how these two books are connected. And I really think that like, like what you were saying, Jason, about how the whole, it's like God knew from the beginning that he was going to overcome 
this problem that we created, right? right. Like he's, he's known that he was going to overcome it. So like, I always take a lot of hope in that. And like, when I'm in a rough situation, I'm like, I'm an overcomer. Like we can overcome stuff because we've got Jesus and we've got God. And like, he has equipped us to overcome these bad situations, you know? Yeah. Um, I think you're on the right path of where we want to be going this morning. So I would love it if you would flesh some of that out. If you keep talking a little bit. Um. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I just, I, like, I see even my kids, like when they're, they bring home their homework. Right. And the first thing they always say is, I can't do this. I don't know what this is. Like, I can't do this. And then it's by the like, way, you can see me with my cord. So I have to plug in before the battery dies. <laughs> I apologize. But it's always like, um, why is your first reaction is I can't do this, which is, I mean, my first reaction too. you know, like working out, like I'm supposed to run a mile every day. I can't do this. I don't mm-hmm. want to do this. Like that's nothing of that sounds good, but I right. know that I can do it because I can do things, you know, I can do hard things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And know. so uh, we all go through him who gives me strength. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are we getting back into the Bible-ish series? <laughs> uh, here we go. So, Aaron, here's what here's why I like what you're saying is, and I'm going to put a little bit of words in your mouth if I can. Hold on. Um, I've heard you talk. What's that? I said I'll tell you if you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that would shock me. Uh, so I've heard you talk for a few minutes now, um, in ways that are hopeful and comforting and um, gospel oriented, and you haven't yet used the words God's plan. Uh, Why that is valuable. Uh, We talked about this early, right? That uh, not everybody is ready to be on board with the idea that there is a God who has a plan. Um, What I'm hearing you say is, you know, you're saying I can do hard things. I can overcome things. Not because you're not saying it, I'm not hearing you say, because God has a plan, I can overcome these things, but it's, 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 that's the underlying idea to it. Is that fair? Right. Yeah. There's a really good song. Um, it's a Christian contemporary song, but it's called overcomer. And I think I'm I'm an overcomer. (laughs) And every time, (laughs) literally every time something hard happens in my life, the first thing that pops in my head is that song. And I will just sing that song whilst I'm trying to overcome whatever situation <laughs> I've been put into. Yes. So you sing and that the whole time you're running? I really much do, yes. <laughs> Only the last I don't like, sing I'm... anything when I run. I got yeah. barely, barely keep breathing. Yeah, I, I'm mostly crying when I run. <laughs> <laughs> More yeah. Thomas, the, or what? what's that tank engine? I think I can, I think. Oh, yeah. Wow, way off track here, but the point I wanted to imagine that, right? The point I wanted to be making was this idea of God's plan from the very beginning to overcome sin and brokenness is not necessarily a starting point for our friends and neighbors. It's not necessarily a thing they're willing to grab onto yet, mm-hmm. but that that certainty, that promise, that foundation um, bubbles up in each of our lives. It it, it allows us to have certain confidence. That's what Aaron is showing us. Um, I know I can overcome because of the plan that God has. So those things, the, um, the effect of that in our lives can be a thing that our neighbors and our friends might be interested in. 
you know, why are you so positive all the time? Mm -hmm. Yep. Or why are you able to do this? Like, how are you able to do this? Yeah. How can you defend your faith when like, I'm watching bad things happen? I mean, like even as recently as, um, uh, uh, Chelsea, my wife had uh, a gathering with some friends and one of them was just talking about some struggles of some things she sees at work as uh, she's in the medical field and she doesn't really know what she believes anymore right now because she's struggling with that whole aspect of like how can you continue to you know believe when like this just doesn't seem fair it doesn't seem like an okay thing that people have to go through stuff like this and mm -hmm. Yet it's like because of that, that one of her other friends was just so like confident in her faith. And she's like, I, because I know God's got a plan. I know it's, it's, it's going back to what it was supposed to be from the beginning and it's going to be great. But that doesn't mean that, you know, the things that happen are not part of God's plan is more of what happens because of what he's done for us and because of the further future. And by the way, it's not fair. No, but I think that's I think that's uh, an area where people may be interested in this is that they see the bad things happening in the world. They see bad people getting away with it and they want vengeance. They want uh, the good people to come out on top and the bad people to not. Um, and we can tell them that is what we believe will happen. That That's what the Bible says will happen is that ultimately. Right. In the end. Not in any given circumstance. Right. Right. Yeah. Not immediately maybe but in the end god will judge the wicked um and that they will be held account for the bad things they do um and so that for us brings hope we know that when we're going through bad things uh maybe it stings for the moment but in the end we have confidence and i think like you're saying pastor that confidence can be contagious mm -hmm. yeah the confidence is contagious even if they aren't bought into the reason for the confidence yet right even if they aren't bought into the theological reason for the confidence, the actual result of that theological claim, the confidence itself can be attractive and contagious. I also really like the way you're, where, where you're headed here. Of, I think what I hear you saying is all of us are wired for justice. Right. Um, and so there's a, when we talk about common ground, um, there is some common ground. Yeah. Yeah. It's that whole, like, I think we can all get on board with something sucking for some person and not for another just doesn't seem at all fair. And like fair is always kind of how we want to view things. It's, it's our earthly perspective on, you know, the, the things that, you know, God has given us versus the things that have happened to us, you know? Yep. So let's put this into some, let's take it out of the realm of, of kind of vagueness here. Um, and let's imagine a conversation in which uh for me it's usually sitting across the bar that's probably too much information out of the past <laughs> uh, no. well, that's no. the right kind of information yeah. fair enough okay um so let's imagine a conversation in, in which the other the other person sitting across has just said i saw all these all these i don't know jeff bezos is in my mind right now i don't but He's popular. Right? Well, he's like anti-popular right now. Um, <laughs> he has so much and he's so, so rich and he's a lousy person and that's not fair. Mm -hmm. What do we want to say to that? What's the actual, like, if we're going to give words, what do we say? 
Yeah, life's not fair. <laughs> More than that. I think the hard part about that is, is because it comes down to there's always the like tendency to go, okay, but someone has it harder elsewhere. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like the whole like finish your food because there's Are kids in another country yeah. who would love yeah. to have that food. Yeah. And, and like, that's like, that's kind of like the initial reaction you must want to have to what you're asking, in my opinion. It's just like, well, other people have it worse elsewhere. So it's like, yes, even though Jeff Bezos has all this stuff and we might have it worse, there's people who have it worse than us. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of the like, oh, I'm going to pass it off to like the next worst, worst situation to try and be positive about that. But I don't always think that that works. So I'm yep. not really answering your question. I'm more so just saying a point of what some people think of. You're and correct. You're not also- answering I also hate, like, and I'm going to use the word hate because it's a very strong feeling about comparisons in any way, shape, or form. I know it's a human nature. I know that comparisons is a thing, but just the whole, like, us and them, him and me, like, any type, and I get so irritated, like, with my kids about, and just people in general, because I just think comparison is the thief of all joy, you know? I'm not I, and I, I feel like uh, it's it's so hard for us to see that um, these tangible uh, like money and things like that aren't the things that are going to bring you happiness in the end. Um, so Jeff Bezos may be the richest man in the world, but is he really the happiest man in the world? I, I doubt it. Um, He's certainly for, the happiest man in space. I don't. No, I, I would not. even dis- I would even disagree with that because he's trying to sue to stop uh, to stop SpaceX all the time just because he wants his company to be the first to take the take us back to the moon. So I mean, he's clearly right, that not was happy. a funny joke. Let it go. <laughs> you're you're just saying. Off off. <laughs> okay. By the way, though, the thing that is the great equalizer for all of us, even throughout the fairness and the compromising and everything, is that God loves us all equally. Yes. He doesn't have so- a favorite. All right, that's true. Um, I'm going to agree with that and say something additional that's true. Um, Because I think this idea, and Andrew, you brought this up, I think this idea of the world's not fair or any specific situation is not fair, I think that's a huge open door. Um, And as we talk about God who has a plan, it's a huge open door to lead in that direction. So here's what I might say. Um, If the person across from me was, was to say, some variation of the world is not fair. Um, what I would say is number one, I'm gonna acknowledge that, That's, I agree. Um, I also get frustrated um, when things like that happen that are not fair. Uh, what I fall back on is uh, the, the, the confidence that something more is coming in which all that stuff will be sorted out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only yeah, thing so- that keeps me sane when <laughs> things like this, you know, that keeps me from boiling uh, when things like this happen is I know that something more is coming where all this will be sorted out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so how are you answering it? You may be struggling Sorry. to pay your bills today and Jeff Bezos isn't, but someday you're both going to die and you're not going to be worried about that. <laughs> I don't uh, think you're so... both going to die is good news. But... <laughs> <laughs> maybe not for, uh, maybe not for everybody. <laughs> Austin, you started to ask me something, I think. Yeah, I was trying to ask you, so how do you anticipate responding to the Jeff Bezos example yourself? With that. I'll, um, he just said. 
it just I guess I'm just not connecting it but well say yeah play that out because if you're not connecting it means I didn't do a good enough job well part of it was maybe just the uh, breaking up of uh internet there's a little bit of lag here yeah, yeah. So I wasn't I sure that was a few you. things. I, it seems like it's ever all of us. Um, um, so my answer would be, um, again, that also feels unfair to me, and I don't like it either. It makes my blood boil too. Uh, but the thing, the thing that I fall back on, is the assurance that something more is coming, and when all that'll be sorted out or leveled out or whatever you might want to say. Gotcha. Yes, it's just the common. It's it's a, the agreement and the commonality. Gotcha. I was kind of. I thought it was sounded like it almost like we were answering a different question, mm-hmm. but now I get what you're saying because that it's the agreement that just like enables people to know. Okay, so it's not like you just like are cool just letting everybody else be like rich or let everybody else be healthy or it's kind of when you get right. into politics too about like other countries it's like it's not fair that it doesn't cost them a thing and it costs us a whole bunch of money blah 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 mm-hmm. but like that's not yeah it's it's okay for us it's actually it's good for us to acknowledge when things aren't right mm-hmm. uh, but we don't want to stop there because we have confidence that, that that's not the end so when you say that your neighbor may respond well, what do you mean? Uh, that's not the end. What what comes next? What would you say? That? Uh, so depending on the relationship, I would say, again, something along the lines of my faith tells me um, that there's, I don't know if I would use the, the word new creation or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I might say it this way. My faith tells me that God is at work uh, putting these things right and that mm-hmm. someday that will be complete. Mm-hmm. it's not complete now that's what we, we see but someday right. it'll be complete so i might and rather than kind of new creation language i might use language more in terms of renewal or restoration mm-hmm. uh, making things right reconciliation maybe reconciliation if that's a word that resonates with you to keep the r's going well i think <laughs> an important thing that you you mentioned um that we kind of go back to every week because it is so important is it depends on the relationship. Uh, you wouldn't necessarily have this conversation with just any random person um, not knowing where they're at uh, because they may hear you say that and be like, well, you're dumb. And that right. might be the end of the conversation. Uh, but if you know the person and they know you care for them uh, and they respect your opinion on other things and you respect their opinion, they might be open to um, hearing what your beliefs are and not shut you out immediately. But I think if you don't be open to hearing it, even if they're not open to receive it yet. Yep. But if you don't have that relationship that it's pretty unlikely to carry on. The other thing that I heard you say, Jason, that I thought was really important is to definitely say that to point out the stuff that's unjust. Mm. Because I think that sometimes Christians get a bad rap of like, well, God's got a plan. So let's just all wait and see what happens, you know, as Mm -hmm. opposed to we are. Let's die and go to heaven. Right. <laughs> like, I don't have to do anything else, but like, we are his hands and feet. So like, yep. we are supposed to call out the unjust and, you know, try and help the situation. So yeah, um, God, yep. God doesn't want kids to be starving to death. He wants us right. to care for them. Absolutely. And that's important because it, because it is true. It's also important because we're in a society right now that is very, very justice oriented. Mm-hmm. And so if we and this is not lying and it's not politics because actually our Christian faith is 
concerned with justice for others. But if we don't make that known, uh, if we don't emphasize that, uh, we don't get a hearing among people around us who are very concerned with those issues. Mm-hmm. Not even so just if we have... don't emphasize it, if we don't live it out either. True. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We have to then also do it. Uh-uh. Yes. And sometimes loving your neighbor is getting into, you know, the stuff that they're, they're have the justice feel for, you know, sometimes right. the best way to love your neighbor is to help them in their, what they think justice is and what their fight is, even though it might not be. As and, but here's the neat thing about it whatever that is, I know, neat, um, whatever that is, again, it's not, so, so it's not an agenda item for us. It's, it's not bait and swish because whatever that thing is, our Christian faith and the, the dignity of people that comes out of our Christian faith touches on that issue. And so it's almost like we're in this really cool spot where, where we have to demonstrate justice and care for others to get a hearing for our faith. But also the very faith that we're, we're trying to get the hearing for cares deeply about those things. Mm. So we can, we can be the best possible selves with the most integrity and do exactly what our neighbors need to be willing to hear us. Yeah, we're not, just pretending, we're not just pretending right. to get them to listen to us. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have to be something we're not. We can be exactly what we are. Mm-hmm. Right. God cares about this. I think that's so what... I care about this. Yeah, I think that's exactly kind of like the premise of what I even like about how we do this podcast is that it is just us having a conversation. There's no need to like not say I don't get something or not say like, oh, I know, I know, I, yeah, I know about the Bible and everything about the Bible. <laughs> like we can actually have those questions and like, well, Jason can share that. that. Yeah. <laughs> He's I a certainly pastor, paid so. the money that says I do. <laughs> And Aaron can say that she hates something with, you know, cause it's a very strong language. Cause it's like, that's just, <laughs> it's just real. It's, it's admitting, you know, this is just life. We're humans, just like everybody else. We get annoyed. We get, you know, everything else. It's, it's what makes, I think these conversations so great. And we are humans like everybody else who happen to have a hope and a, and a peace that comes from Jesus that by the way, I want you to know about too. Yep. When, it, when it's appropriate. Yeah. That seems like a good place to wrap up. I think so. We all did the head nod. (laughs) That is the important part. (laughs) Well, would you want to pray for us, Pastor? Yeah, let's pray. Father, thank you for the plan that you have. Uh, We know that that plan isn't uh, that every specific thing will go our way, but we know that you have a plan to um, make right what currently isn't right, and that that started with Jesus and took a huge leap, and he's still at work. And so, Lord, as we come across people who uh, may not be ready to receive that information yet, now help us instead to be empowered to uh, tell what that means for us, to share the confidence and the peace uh, that we have knowing that plan, um, that that would be infectious and contagious, uh, that more people would come to know, more of the people we care about would come to know not your plan for the sake of having right theology, but that they would come to know your plan so that they would have that same peace and hope that we have. In Jesus' name we pray that. Amen. Amen. Thanks for praying for us. And if uh, any of you out there have any thoughts or questions about this topic, uh, please let us know, and hopefully we can discuss that later on. Yeah, some of you did comments last week, and it was fun. Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely. That was part because of the transition to the the church full Facebook page, right? Yeah, we did did switch where these are going now so it's uh no longer private so just know that so if you can't see this go, <laughs> go there yep 
<laughs> all right. Well, thanks, guys, for discussing that. And thank all yep, of you for joining fun, us. Have fun, as always. Bye. Have a great week. See ya. Thanks for joining us for the Pack the House show. For more content like this or to connect with us, visit our website, cornerstonelutheran.church.